Hello, and welcome to Until It's Fixed, a podcast by Optum. This 10-part series takes you inside the healthcare system to better understand the challenges and complexities at the industry's core. I'm your host, Susan Denser. In this episode, we'll talk about your healthcare information. Imagine a world where all of your vital healthcare information is accessible when you need it, not just to you, but to the doctors and others whom you want to see it and when. This world may not be too far off, thanks to interoperability. So what do we mean by the word interoperability and why is it so important? Interoperability happens when multiple organizations and information systems can access, exchange, and make use of the same sets of data. Think about it. When you go to the doctor's office or a hospital, what happens to you is noted in your health records, along with other important information like lab results. For many years, that information was recorded in paper charts. But a couple of decades ago, the U.S. government started to nudge the healthcare system to make these records electronic or digital. It redoubled the push for electronic health records with a law dubbed the HITECH Act, enacted in 2009. Today, almost all hospitals and most physicians' offices employ electronic health records, or EHRs. Often, you as a patient can access portions of those records through a patient portal, But that doesn't mean transferring your EHR from one doctor or hospital to another is easy or even being done now. For more insight, I spoke with Optum's Suzanne Crane. In today's world, getting your medical records can be cumbersome. You at times have to go physically to the medical office with a signed written notice for release of it. You may receive physical copies of all of your medical records or you may have access to some of your records online, like your lab results and and high-level information, but you do not have, at most times, access to all your medical information online. That wasn't the goal when America's healthcare system made the transition to electronic health records. These digital records were supposed to be transferred smoothly from place to place. An analogy is linking up two different railroad systems by making sure that they both use the same track gauges, so the cars from one system can roll easily onto another. Other industries that deal with a lot of data took steps long ago to make their information systems interoperable. That's because they adopted common data standards, rules for how billions of bits of electronic information are recorded, stored, and transmitted. Jay Flaunlecker, Vice President at Optum's Advisory Services, explains. Think of it like banking, where you go up to any bank and you put your card in and you can get your money because they have standards around how those uh, transactions are going to be conducted. And even if the bank machine is not your bank, they can connect to your bank to exchange that information. And these regulations are pushing the healthcare industry towards that type of a framework where the data now can be shared in a standardized way. But as things turned out in the healthcare field, different EHR developers embraced and used different data standards. Since the standards varied from one EHR system to another, the systems weren't interoperable for years. 
The U.S. government grew so frustrated with this state of play that in 2016, it passed another major federal law to deliver on the promise of interoperability at last. New regulations mandating interoperability finally went into effect in 2020. In brief, these regulations require that all EHRs use a common set of data standards. They also require that patients have complete access to their electronic health records from their health care providers. We're also supposed to have records of the bills that are paid on our behalf by health insurance companies in easy-to-use ways, for example, by downloading that information directly onto our smartphones. Although the goal of interoperability is simple, the new regulations impose complex new responsibilities on almost every player in healthcare providers, health plans, EHR vendors, and public programs like Medicare and Medicaid, to name a few. Stuart Kiner explains. I'm Stuart Kiner. I am Senior Vice President of Optum Regulatory Affairs for a division of Optum. It's been a topic for the industry and I'll say federal and state agencies for dozens of years, uh, but the reason why it's being talked about or worked on so diligently right now is something called the 21st Century Cures Act, uh, which was passed, I'll say, way back in 2016, which seems so long ago. From that act came this exciting uh, two final rules around interoperability, one for payers um, that came from CMS and one from the ONC uh, for providers and health information networks and EMR vendors. And so there's many deadlines and requirements associated with those rules. And so we're, as a company, uh, and the different businesses within our companies uh, working diligently to meet those requirements and changes. To take one example, states now have to comply with the new interoperability rules in running their Medicaid programs. Not only will Medicaid enrollees now have to have access to their electronic health records, but they'll also have to gain access to their health data, currently held by state Medicaid agencies. Suzanne explains the difficulties. That's the first challenge. The rule is very uh, detailed in terms of what type of data is covered, but where do you have it? And do you have it in the correct format? It's likely that most states do not have all the data in the correct format for exchange. So in order to ease the exchange of data between one group to another or making it available to the patient, there is a set standard of making the data available to it so that third-party tools can interact and facilitate that exchange of data with a member. And with more than 70 million Americans enrolled in Medicaid, the interoperability requirement thus imposes a huge obligation onto states, providers, and other parties alike. And not only do these entities have to provide access to electronic health information, but they also have to protect the data under strict privacy and security rules from being stolen or misused. Here's Suzanne again. It's a huge obligation, making sure that the content management and security that governs access to the information meets their high level of standards. Because what you don't want is my information going to someone else who shouldn't see it. And earning the public's trust is central to making interoperability work for all of us. 
For more insight, I spoke to Vijay Chris Sridharan. Vijay Chris Sridharan. I lead enterprise architecture for government programs in UHC technology. With respect to sharing data through with interoperability, what is absolutely more important because we are all taking one step at a time in this journey is that the data has trust. Trust in how the data is carried through the environment is going to be absolutely critical because if the trust level drop, the usage of that data in the health ecosystem becomes that much more difficult and the consumers will fall back into a sort of reluctant mode to essentially make the data more mobile in the health ecosystem. So ensuring the highest quality of data is absolutely critical in making sure that the consumers are able to utilize that data set in the most appropriate way. Some of the primary concerns are with respect to the third parties with whom the data needs to be shared. Do the third parties have the right privacy and security controls on the data set is a big concern because we essentially have high security controls, the highest possible, because we deal with health data um, in and out every day. We are having to open up this data set broadly across the ecosystem to third parties without the right controls in play for security. We will try to see if we can mitigate it to an extent, but since the fact it's the member deciding which third party they're going to choose, we are there to educate and make sure that the member is well aware when they're making the choice, but we can't control the choice. At the same time as the interoperability rules create challenges for many players in the health system, they also open up new avenues for health information sharing that could benefit the system overall. Here's Jay Flulacker again. And so what we've been, you know, working with our customers is to, you know, really help them quickly assess and understand how they can adapt their business operations in order to uh, effectively comply with the regulation as kind of a, a first priority. But then we've also been discussing with them, how can they take a longer view and really begin to think about ways that this new landscape, when both payers and providers are able to fully share clinical and claims information using real-time capabilities. And so from a strategic standpoint, we've been helping our customers to understand how that can really provide an opportunity for them to to transform their business and, um, you know, drive down costs. After all, true interoperability of health information may finally yield many of the benefits that experts long predicted would flow from EHR adoption. For example, one study showed that one in five radiological scans performed in hospitals duplicates a scan that has already been performed. That wastes about $20 billion a year. But with patients granting providers fully interoperable access to their health records, providers can see that a patient already had a scan and avoid subjecting them to a new one. That would not only save money, but would also spare patients unnecessary exposure to radiation. So how are new interoperability regulations being implemented? My name is Ramsey Augustat. I'm a director in Optum Operations responsible for corporate and regulatory programs. Ramsey Augustat is responsible for strategic implementation of interoperability programs for all of Optum's business divisions. He's among those at Optum working with clients across the healthcare system to help them comply with the interoperability regulations. The ultimate goal is to help clients take advantage of the opportunities to deliver better health and healthcare. 
He drives Optum's holistic approach to implementation of interoperability. What's unique about Optum is because we touch so much of the landscape of healthcare and the spectrum from all the way from provider to you know back office, we have sort of a unique position to help clients who don't necessarily understand the organization or the regulation or are not potentially as nimble to respond in what is essentially a very quick turnaround. So I think that opportunity is we've seen clients you know, sort of turn to us and say, help us solve this problem. So as opposed to trying to solve individually, we look at it at a little bit more holistic level and saying, how does this impact the uh, organization as a whole? And where can we sort of achieve those efficiencies of scale from a management perspective to solve at the uh, enterprise level, but apply sort of tactically dependent on intricacies of the individual businesses? So my role in sort of operations is to think holistically across those divisions. And when a regulatory mandate comes down, it could be a state-based mandate or it could be a federal mandate to ensure that the application or the implementation of the regulation is done across all of those organizations. Meanwhile, to deliver on the promise of interoperability for patients, VJ is helping to develop Application Program Interfaces, or APIs. These program interfaces are software bridges that will enable patients to download their health records onto their smartphones and then send them wherever they want them to go. So what interoperability essentially aims to move towards is the direction of uh, portability of data across the health ecosystem. It's a massively huge step, and it will eventually benefit the consumer and the overall health ecosystem in being more efficient and effective. The interoperability essentially puts the consumer in the center and empowers the consumer with the right data set for them to essentially make the data more fluid in the in the healthcare system, thus making the healthcare system work better for the consumer. The timing is just about right with respect to how these interoperability regulations are coming and how they will essentially be leveraged uh, in, in the marketplace in the coming years. I would say that 2021 is a year of learning. I think we, the entire health community is going to learn. 21 and 22, those two years are gonna be for learning. It's sort of a crawl, walk, run kind of a scenario. So, with greater interoperability, we'll be crawling, walking, and running to make healthcare work better for all of us. That's all for this episode of Until It's Fixed, a podcast from Optum. I'm Susan Denser. Thanks for listening.